Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It is time to talk some Greyhound action at 10.41. Mick Cowley is the host of Going Greys this morning. G'day, Mick. Good morning, Dave. How are you, buddy? I'm well, mate. I'm very, very well. We've got some good races uh, in all three codes and especially the Greys, mate. I'm loving it. Mate, we do indeed. It's lovely weather and uh, yeah, thankfully everyone's doing the right thing, saying staying safe and, uh, and looking after themselves and each other. So mate, as long as we can keep racing, it's, uh, it's good news for all in each of the three codes, mate. Exactly right. Uh, mate, what's happening on today's show? Right on today, we've uh, we've got a great card at Wentworth Park, the usual Wednesday night meeting, and uh, and one of the best bets on the cards there there tonight is a dog called Fire and Ice in race six, and we're joined today by her trainer Mark Moroni. Mark, thanks for coming on today to going greyhounds and having a chat. Yeah, no problem, Michael. Mate, uh, Fire and Ice, we, we saw her not long ago in the, the Peter Mossman. She was fantastic in the heats. Uh, didn't have much luck in the final. Ended up finishing fourth behind uh, Lily Banner. Um, and, and she pulled up a bit sore after that run? Yeah, she actually uh, tore a pin muscle in the final. Um, she got into a lot of trouble everywhere she went. Dogs moved out in front of her and belted her and knocked her, but it was a great effort to run fourth. Mate, that was uh, that was your first Group One run. I remember chatting to you uh, after the heats, and you were pretty excited about that. Did uh, did it live up to to the expectations of what it was like? Oh yeah, definitely. It was a great night. It was um, yeah, just a shame the dog decided to miss the start that night. But um, other than that, it was a fantastic night and a great experience. And um, I'm sure there'll be more to come for her. That's, that was a fourth group race final and the first group one. So, yeah, there's plenty ahead for her. You mentioned she's had a little bit of time off, uh, but you did take her to Gosford and she tried very handy sectionals and very handy overall time at Gosford. Yeah, she had a couple of weeks off after that and um, only gave, I'll give her a 400 at Richmond, uh, sorry, a 400 at Maitland. And then took her to Gosford and gave her a 5.15 on Friday. Uh, she broke the first split record running 4.24 there and ran a uh, equal to the personal best, 29.28 on trial morning. So uh, she's certainly back going as good as ever. You, uh, as, as I mentioned, she's uh, certainly not in, in group standard race tonight. It's a, it's a tricky little race, though, and she's she's drawn five, you were saying. She doesn't have a lot of luck getting box draws. No, I don't think she's drawn inside five in the last 14 or 15 starts, but uh, luckily she's been good enough to overcome it. She's, she's actually a much better dog off the inside, but... It's still a free-for-all tonight, so they're, you know, they're pretty handy gallopers around her. Uh, would you... Uh, the key to the race, obviously, for her is, is the getaway? Yeah, yeah, normally she's a pretty reliable beginner. She just um, decided to miss it on that group one night, but um, yeah, normally she's pretty reliable, and there's not a lot of pace around her tonight, so... Um, I'm hoping she can be she can lead or be up near the lead, and um, and she's very strong. Like she runs home in 11:70 at at Wenny, which is which is outstanding. So if she's in the first three going down the back, she's probably a big chance. 
And her, uh, her brother's also uh, in a feature race this weekend, the Group 3 Warrigal St. Ledger, Fire Legend. Um, tell us a little bit about him. He uh, He's obviously now down with Jason Thompson, the, the decision to send him down there. Yeah, well, he uh, he only had about five starts in New South Wales. I think he got beaten once, and um, he really looked looked to be a special dog. So um, I sent him to Jason. You know, I've got the opinion he's good enough to win a Group One, and um, Jason's got the same opinion of him. He said he's as fast as any dog in his kennel, and uh, we all know how good his dogs are, but. Uh, no, he, he's been a top. He's won a lot of races since he's been down there. He's won four out of four at Sandown. He's won at the Meadows, and he's won at Wenny. He's won at all all the big tracks in Victoria. So uh, this is his first chance at a group race this weekend too, and I think he's right in it at Warrigal. It uh, hasn't hasn't fared that fantastic with the box draw coming up with the the blue, but it's uh, it's a really hot final with uh, dogs like you know, Catch Catch and Thief uh, has drawn the two, Zambora Smokey the three, um, Webleck Jet the eight. It's it's a very handy field. It's a hot field. Yeah, well um, it is, but uh, when you look at the heats, uh, the other the other two heat winners, Catch the Thief and Zambora Smokey, led all the way, whereas. Fire Legend came out last and had to negotiate the field and get through and around the leader, and he still only finished the length behind the two, the other two dogs on time. So um, if he can just run along on the hip as Zambora Smokey going to the first turn, I think he's a huge chance of running the leaders down on, on Saturday. But the uh, that breed, they're, they're both the, obviously they're both those dogs uh, are out of tick away fire, and, and you were telling me that you've you've had quite a, a good success with that line of breeding. Yeah, well, I've, I've raced this breed for oh since 1995. I bought the original brood bitch. Um, she was out of my stud dog fire cape, and um, I've just bred on from her for eight generations, and the line seems to be getting stronger, but. We've had a lot of good good dogs along the way, city winners and group winners and track record holders in the line. So, yeah, you're on a good thing, stick to it. But, uh, yeah, the line seems to be getting better. And going to Fernando Bale, too, he's, in my opinion, the best, you know, sire in Australia. He's breaking all the records. And and that just put that extra little bit into into my breed. You've got a, another couple of litters uh, on the ground out of uh, Tick Away Fire, um, a, a decent-sized litter to My Redeemer, and then you only got one with the uh, the, the Seneca litter. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, 12 pups to My Redeemer. Uh, they're nearly 11 months old. Um, they're magnificent-looking pups. Um, and then we just put her in pup again recently, and she only had one pup to Seneca. So... Um, she's a beautiful pup. We're hoping for a few more, but uh, yeah, it should be a very valuable pup. Both those sires being by Fernando Bale, so they got the same crosses. Obviously, the Fernando Bale litter. I dare say you won't be letting the Seneca pup go anyway. Oh no, no, I wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't sell her for all the tea in China, as they say. Uh, you mentioned uh, Fire Cape, the stud dog. Um... 
will he be the best dog that you've been able to race? Yeah, well, he has been all the way through, but um, Fire Legend and Fire on Ice are, are really up there. They're they're probably they're probably just about taken over from him now. Because, um I mean, they're only two years and four months old, and uh, they've both made group finals and they've won they've won you know numerous races in town and. And they got more ahead, you know, and they're they're just really, really quick dogs on their day. So, you know, I'd I'd reckon they've just about overtaken Firecoat now. He has been our best all the way along, and um, he was a great dog. He broke five track records and won 27 races. He went to stud and run second to head Honcho three years in a row on the Victorian size premiership. But... um, yeah, I'm hoping I'll get a stud dog out of Fire Legend if he can win a big one for me. Fingers crossed. You've, uh, you, as we mentioned, you've got Fire and Ice in at Wentworth Park tonight, but you've also you're taking a few up to Gunnedah tomorrow. Can you uh, steer our, our listeners into a winner or two there? Yeah, well, I've got some maidens. I've got four, uh, three maidens in up there, and the maiden, the Ladbrokes maiden heats. Um, they're all going quite well. All the same breed. Um, they're not out of Tickaway Fire, but they're out of her half sisters, Selena Fire and Fire Swifty. Um, and they've been going really good. The pups are only 18 months old, so and all drawn well, so they all look chances tomorrow. And I've got um, Fire and Ice's uh, litter brother, Arctic Kingdom. He's in he's in a heat of the lead breaks fifth grade. And, um, yeah, he trialled very well up there on Sunday, so he looks hard to beat as well. He's a pretty good dog. It's not quite as good as his brother and sister. Mate, well, best of luck, Mark, on uh, with Fire and Ice tonight at Wente with those four at, at Gunnedah tomorrow and, of course, with, with Fire Legend at Warrigal in the, the St Ledger on Saturday. Mate, thank you for for joining us today on Going Greyhounds. And, as I said, best of luck with all of them in the coming days. Yeah, no worries, Michael, any time, mate. There he was, Mark Moroni. He's got some, some handy dogs in his kennel and uh, we'll be looking for a, a big night, not just tonight at Wentworth Park, particularly at Warrigal on Saturday night in that Group 3 feature. Just a bit of news from Greyhound Racing New South Wales before we wrap it up. Um, yesterday there was an announcement about face masks. Whilst, uh, whilst face masks aren't compulsory in New South Wales at the moment, JRNSW uh, strongly recommends that all participants wear face masks whilst attending race meetings. And as a result of that suggestion, JRNSW has actually facilitated with a supplier to have masks available for all participants to obtain upon entry to venue. And that rollout will commence from tomorrow. Participants also have the option, of course, if they uh, they want to bring and wear their own face masks to the racetrack and it'll be the same situation for, for racetrack staff and also other patrons on course it's strongly recommended that everyone wears masks and of course in, in these times we will continue with those strict biosecurity measures that we have in place at New South Wales racetracks including temperature testing at the gate and just before we wrap up Dave the uh, the best bets we've got three meetings on the card today for GRNSW we've got one at Tare where the best bet is race 10 number 6 at Aston Mekong. We've got a meeting at Richmond this afternoon, race eight, number six. Furious Not Fast, which was a fantastic effort in running second to Zipping Zeke at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. It's the best on the card there. And then at Wentworth Park tonight, apart from 
Mark's dog, Fire and Fire on Ice in race six. The best bet on the card is race one, number five, Defining Moment. So that's uh, that's a look at what's happening in the greyhound racing industry in New South Wales at the moment, Dave. Perfect, mate. Thanks so much, Mick. Appreciate you coming on. And as always, mate, very comprehensive. Look forward to tomorrow. Look forward to it. Talk to you then, Dave.